I like to open the podcast with two things. One is that Jacob keeps kicking Mike's Mike stand stand Mike, uh-huh. the Michael's stand. Mike stand Mike's Mike stand. And uh, the second thing is also that Jacob is the greediest. Uh, I am the greediest. Yeah, greediest. I am. I am. Why am I, I the greediest? I can't believe no. that you took the whole the instead of giving me. Mm-hmm. The, the place to put my water next mm-hmm. to you. You got ahead and took the table for yourself. I did. I yeah. did. And you didn't provide me a bench. Nope. You didn't provide me a tea. You provided nope. me nothing. And our nope. guest came all the way <laughs> from, from, from Sac- Sacramento, Sacramento, California, mm-hmm. all the way. And uh-huh. he has nothing, nowhere nothing. to put his things. Yeah. He's sitting there. Poor guy's got an la- iPad on his lap. Yeah. Mm. What a nightmare. This, this show's a joke. <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, that's Is actually... That should we add that to the text? What? This show's a joke. This show's a joke. <laughs> ah. That's going in. I think that's it. That's going in. Well, this is kind of monumental, even though I, I, I totally am a table thief. It's a monumental episode yeah. because we have the first in-studio guest. We've had guests before, but never had an in-studio, in-the-biofriendly studio guest right now. This is a miracle. It is a miracle. Mm. And this guy may look familiar to you long-time listeners, because he's been on the show before, but via Zoom. But this, ladies and gentlemen... Or if you followed our adventures when we were not showering. Yes, not the shower strike, which is coming up again. Which is happening again. But when when we were not showering, Mike was one of the ones not showering. Mike's actually taking place in another... Challenge. challenge. Well, let me see his name first. Mike to. Carroll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Carroll. Go on with this challenge. My, Mike's uh, Mike's going to run for like two days straight, basically. I know. Yeah. He tried to get us to do this challenge. And, and I was, chicken. I was like, I can't, I can't man. And you know, what, you, know what I, you know what I did? I ghosted him. You ghosted him? I've I never did. ghosted anybody in my life. But, but when Mike said, oh, hey, do you want to run for two days straight? I just ghosted him. I was Ma- like, I'm not answering this. Mike, tell us specifically yeah, so, exactly what it is that you're doing. Yeah, so specifically I'm um, going to join that crazy man, David Goggins, and do his, his challenge. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. He's already raised a ton of money, like probably something close to half a million dollars between all the different charities wow. that are doing things. Cheapers. Wow. But what we're going to do is we're going to do, it's a 40, 4 by 4 by 48. So we do four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And then I think he actually sneaks another four miles in on the last thing. So it's actually uh, 52 miles in, in 49 hours. What hearing a, what hearing a, it again yeah, makes yeah. me want to lay down. What a jerk. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people inspire other people to go do stuff like that. I, I mean, know. you know, it's so it's selfish. Great. How can people do that kind of thing? So right? It is. Know? It yeah. is. I am blown yeah. away that yeah. you want to do this thing. It does sound like an incredible <laughs> thing to do. And I would like to get to a place in my life where you say we should do this challenge. And I'd be like, absolutely. I want to do that. But so I, Dave, these two, I proposed we do this and I challenged them and they completely wussed out. I didn't absolutely. Hear the challenge. When, when you see these faces here, no yeah, just know that. It was eat ice cream, yeah. eat a whole yeah. pizza and watch all of Netflix. That's the challenge. Madam Congressperson, I have no, <laughs> I have no recollection of, of any, uh, of anything that was said. Uh, uh, well, can we, can we yeah. cheer you on well, while you do the, the challenge? Here's the thing. My legs are, yeah. I, I started, ex- started working out. You have been. For the first time in forever. And it's noticeable. And I'm, T- and my everything hurts. This yes. morning I got oh. up and I had to do. Today was core day. Yeah. After I just destroyed myself on leg day, mm-hmm. so now my legs mm-hmm. are ruined, and I can already feel that my my mid's gonna be ruined. You're all ruined. I'm ruined. <laughs> 
Uh, this guy wants me to run for, for three days, two days. <laughs> two days. For four days. Can, can we break down what this means, folks? Just yeah, the, the, the kind of torture. Four, yes. four, all right, 48 hours. So you're running four miles every four hours yeah. for 48 straight hours. So that means you run at midnight and then you get up again at four in the morning and you run yeah. another four miles. Right. And then, and then you, okay, then you, so you've done, congratulations. You've now run your four miles. Now you go to bed for two hours because yeah. you're so hopped up on, on adrenaline, adrenaline from running. And they wake you up again at 8 a.m. And you got to do it again. To run another four miles. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'll be either asleep or running for the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is a sacrifice and it's impressive. Well, I think if, if, our, if our reticence to do it and our complaints about it are any indication of how impressed we are, we're pretty impressed. We're pretty impressed. Yeah. I am definitely impressed because I only know about the 4 by 4 by 48 at In-N-Out Burger. That you can order. Yeah, you the secret a, menu. <laughs> it's 48 patties <laughs> with four buns. With only four slices of cheese. <laughs> and four buns. <laughs> and four buns. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> off-menu item. So so good luck, Michael. Stick four to in and out. <laughs> my, my neighbor is going to do it with me as well, Joey. And, right. um, and so we've got a nice barbecue and thing planned on Sunday for oh, that's part good. of our nice. recovery. So That'll be a good, good. celebration. Yeah. That'll yeah. be nice. Can we root you on while it's happening? Is there like a, like a track the runner or support? Or is there a, a site we can share with the audience while it's going on? You know, I need to venture into that whole okay. world of um, maybe Instagramming and tagging yeah. and things. Yeah, because so, sure. um, we want to cheer we'll, you on. We'll man. put it on the painless so, screen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just stick it out the top. What is my Instagram? Oh, Michael Carroll World. Michael so, Carroll. Michael Carroll. I'll throw some world. stuff up, some pictures. And then I, I think the, there's a David Goggins has got the 4x4x48 tag as well. That's so. awesome. Yeah, we want to cheer you on, man, yeah, and yeah, and maybe I can get myself to a place where that that seems feasible, but just yes. doesn't seem possible right now. So next year's challenge, you're committing. They're committing to next year. Yeah, uh, we do some right. fundraising. Right. We do some things. Good. Uh, okay, we got it. Madam Congressperson, go. I, I yep, didn't. Yep. I have no recollection. Of this <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have a biofriendly podcast stenographer. Yes. You know, read yes. back. <laughs> if we'll get, I love that you said I'm glad we don't have a stenographer. This is being recorded, but that I know matter. you're right. You're right, and it's there and out in the world forever. You can literally hear me say the thing, not just read it. Uh, but right. welcome, uh, Michael Carroll, back to the podcast. This is yeah. your only your second time on, right? Because only, only my second time on. Um, yeah. Apparently, I scared most people off last time. So no, actually, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. you're you wanna, very popular. You want to hear something? Whenever, whenever yeah. Michael he, comes on the show, it actually blows up. Our really? uh, episode with you was one of our most listened to of all time. Wow, that's it continues awesome. to garner listens uh-huh. as we speak. People still and still want to like have a year some, ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it took me a year for you to tell me that. Yeah. Well, I don't okay. like to. I don't like to yeah. reveal okay. things that cause your ego to get any bigger. Yeah, you're already doing a four by four by forty-eight. It's a problem. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but today we're, we're we're last time we had you talking on uh, about the water energy, water energy. So we're 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 yeah. doing that again in a way, but we're doing we're a different form of water, totally sustainable energy, and the water was a big one, right? Yes, because yes. of the, the Helios Altos Powerball, yes, which, which Mike told us about. But yes, we we were we we said to Mike, hey, because we found out Mike's coming in town, we didn't just send him down during during COVID so we could cough on him. In right. front of all of you, although this I have a, many times, absolutely. Yeah, uh, this was this was a uh, timed out because Mike had to come down and do some work because uh, we we also work together with BioFriendly. Mike is one of the, the product inventors of Green Plus that we talk about all the time, mm-hmm. uh, as well as an engineer and a, and a gigantic brained math guy, and you know, and mm-hmm. my brother and Jake. And friend. an all around good guy. All around good guy. But we thought, Mike, if you're coming down here, we should we should do a show. We should get you on. We should, we should hang out. So yeah. Mike said, you know, there's something that I actually did want to talk about. Yeah. That that might be of interest to to people who care about the environment. So, Mike, 
What was it that uh, you kind of that you told us you, you yeah, the idea just, you pitched? You know, I had some thoughts, um, which I've been kind of getting together a little bit, to be honest. But on this, the water cycle and what's been going on with the water cycle and global change. Um, you know, one of the fortunate things where I'm at uh, up in Rockland, Sacramento area, we've got a lot of skiing. My girls love to go skiing with me as well. I, I took my daughter Grace the other day. We kind of <laughs> had a little day away. It was awesome. awesome. Um, but yeah, just all that got me thinking about the water cycle. And so we've got a, um, you know, we can throw up an image of what that looks like yeah. and just kind of going over the basics. I think everybody, you know, for the most parts understands this, but you've got the oceans, um, you have evaporation. A lot of that can be enhanced by low pressure systems. So it makes more of the water come up off the ocean. That's okay. how we get these bigger storms. Um, when the water is hotter. Uh, more of that water will come up. And so you get these bands around the center of the earth, particularly um, where we have these higher temperatures right now. And a lot of that affects how much rain and things have been coming. And also the um, bigger changes that have been happening lately where we have bigger events, you know, where we've got a lot of more rain yeah, and then right. bigger gaps as well. Um, because so you have like longer periods of, the, of sustained rain and then longer droughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then you get these high pressure systems. So when you have low pressure, you also have high pressure. So it's the air around the earth is kind of moving, right? So right. you have places where there's less of it. So there's literally less air. Mm. And then places where there's more. So the air is piled up and it's actually heavier and bigger and pushes it down. And so that actually stops as much evaporation hmm. and will also block kind of airflows and things. That's particularly hmm. for California. We have a thing where we get these high pressure systems set up off the coast and it just pushes the storms around us. And right. That's when we get these big droughts that can happen for a few years in a row. So when they don't yeah. happen, uh, yeah. what, what happens to those those high pressure systems off the coast? They just they're just Yeah, they get they get broken down and, and, and move away and then we get these like actors in Hollywood yeah, that didn't they, make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So, right? so, so it's all so basically Hollywood is, is yeah. the reason we don't have rain or do have yeah, rain. Yeah, like if you get broken down, you leave. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happens with the <laughs> is that the example? So pretty much it's like if we stop watching the rain movie, right. then, then, they'll, they'll, then they'll the high up. pressure system will give up, go away, and then we can get some every rain, rain moves to Hollywood to try to make it. <laughs> and so few really do. <laughs> so few really do. Would this be a good time for me to put the water cycle uh, yeah, symbol the water up cycle there? Up there, and you can kind of see that. Yeah. So it's it's here so it's now. Here. If you're watching, is you there room it. above the head, or are we going to put it above it, my, in front there. of my face? It's going to be in fr- over in your front face, of, right yeah. here, ladies and gentlemen. Ocean <laughs> coming here, and you see the air coming across, and then where we are in California. California is a good example, just because there's a lot of data here, because we've done a lot of research. Yeah, um, it's an interesting case because we've got these huge mountains, the Sierra Nevada. So when the water comes off, it hits those, falls into snow. Um, and looking into some of this, you know, um, some of the studies they've had um, since the 1920s or so, we've mm-hmm. lost about uh, 21% of our our snowpack on average. Ooh, so wow. that's water storage that's been occurring over the last hundred years or so. Yeah. In the last hundred years, we've lost 21% of our snowpack. Yeah, on average. Oh my and it's god! Like the western half of the U.S., you yeah. know, Colorado's, the yeah. Utah's out here, the um, that that area. So that that's the kind of change that is that is that happening. from warming because it does it's too cold to stay up there, or is that from less rain? Um, so I haven't had a chance to look into the data fully on that, but right. I would say it's 
it's a combination of both yeah. um, from the warming, also from these higher weather events. So what will happen is, you know, we get these big snows, yeah. but then you get the warming that happens really quickly. So then that water floods away a lot faster. Yeah. So yeah. the snow pack may be there. They do try and do measurements at the same period of time, you yeah. know, as, the, as they're doing it. So they have a comparative thing. But it, it's also relative to when the snow is happening and not happening. So if it's not sticking around as long, so we may be even getting sometimes more snow. Wow. But if it doesn't stick around as long because we're getting higher weather wow. events, then it's moving away. Right. You know. And so one of the things I learned, and I gotta come here, I gotta knock myself off my little high horse here a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's what I was, the podcast is for. Yeah, that's all we like to do. I've, we I've love that. You know, I'm, I'm uh, in the water industry and talking about dams and and big weather events. And one of my big considerations was is, you know, we've got these big weather events, and you have, you know, a lot of rain followed by periods of not a lot of rain for a long period of time. Yeah. And um, so sort of the, my concept was, is, well, we've got to catch, which is obviously a lot of people's concepts, you've got to catch as much of this water as you can. Right. You know, where we have dams, maybe we should be looking at more dams further upstream because those streams have already been taken. Those fish aren't going up that stream anymore. Right. Yeah. And there's opportunities there. Um, and so um, one of the things, too, just from my background in the water industry, one of the things I learned is when we have these big fires from mm-hmm. these bigger dry periods... It's uh, what's also interesting is the fires get so hot now that it actually creates almost like a glaze over the soil. Um, And so when it rains, that water doesn't get absorbed into the soil in the same way. Really? Wow. And so what happens when these dams, and I've worked with some of these companies, and they have to end up cleaning it out, is you get these huge water flows. So yeah. instead of the water kind of going into the soil, some percentage of it right. being soaked and it makes its way in, and then to grow the water more just comes yeah. jamming down the hills, these huge floods of water because it can't sink into the soil the same way. And then it wipes out trees and rocks and erodes everything and it fills all that up with all this junk. So it's also Mike, part this of is a nightmare. Yeah. This is. This is well, it's, a, it's well, one of the challenges we're definitely dealing with. Well, and so it's just because the intensity of the fires itself is causing that layer of like a char layer yeah. where it's burning. And that so that's new because the heats are so intense. The now. heats are getting so intense now, these fires are getting so big and there's wow. so much more fuel, you know. And that uh, we're getting a nice for, little frosting of fire glaze. Fire glaze. Yeah, there's like there's actually a glaze they've noticed that's like it's literally, they were kind of looking into it. They had, that's, this is about two years ago when I was learning about this. And they yeah. haven't described it too much more than that. Right. But there is this almost like glaze that occurs. Interesting. And so that water doesn't get absorbed. So, yeah, so you that's get right. these debris flows. That's part of that, you know, when you have the dams and things, you're capturing a lot of that from not flowing down and yeah. wiping out. Now you got to clean it up in the dam and all everything. But yeah. So a lot of means we yeah. have to have better dams with better filtration and... Right? Um, yeah, so there's management like, over that. I mean, this is the whole system, right? I mean, it's yeah. that whole acceptance of we've got to, you know, we need to live with nature, but we also need to so manage our forests, look sure. after them, not let them get so overgrown. Well, and we and talk about that a like lot. That. We, guys have, we yeah. covered that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's a it's an issue, right? I mean, like like the the the, the Native Americans who were here, you know, before mm-hmm. Whitey came in and, and, yeah. and took it all, um, were incredibly good. At clearing out. At clearing the forest, keeping the forest managed so that it was, you know, so yeah. that when you have the fires, they were they were sustainable. There were yeah. fires that the, that the trees could, could manage and, and make more trees with, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to what we're dealing with, you know, now, which is just where you just kind of let it go, and then you put out the fires. I mean, that's yeah. one that we talked about that before, too. The, yeah. one, of the, the glo- one of the great things we can do is we're really good at putting these fires out. One of the problems is, is we, we've gotten so good at it that 
we, we stop all the fires that are kind of some some of them are needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are, yeah. and that's that's the the problem. Smokey is very upset, and he's been blamed I, look, for being the, the fault. We had an so entire you know, year where you said you don't mess you with Smokey, don't mess on, with the Smokey show. on the show. Yeah. And by the way, for our audience at home, I'm not going to bleep any of the dams that have been said so far. The dams. We're allowed to just keep the saying dams. dams. Yeah, so yeah. you can keep saying dams. This is the one PG rated by a friendly podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to bleep any of those dams. Yeah. <laughs> what did, I think was it Clark Griswold or was it a different Chevy Chase character who goes damn damn tt doo doo? I don't damn reckon. damn tt doo doo. Do I have to believe doing, that? No, because I'm talking about dams. You're talking about what holds dams. water. Yeah, right. obviously. Okay. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I don't know what tt and doo doo mean, but I, was I don't really... know. But I want to find out what that comes from immediately. But we'll do it after the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, but sorry, can, continue. But like, yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's interesting. So one of the things, yeah. So I was kind of as I was looking into this, I was a little bit more prepared than some of the things I learned. Um, yeah. You're not supposed to be prepared on this show, yeah. just so you know. That's well, let's throw up this other chart here. On the um, reservoir capacities for um, California. Yeah, they've got um, this is a neat one I found, and it's got a list of the reservoirs. Mm-hmm. And right now we've got about fi- uh, 50 million acre feet there you go. that we no. can capture okay. um, right with the reservoirs. There's one or two other good spots we probably could put some reservoirs in um, uh, that kind of are generally agreed, is my understanding. Okay. But um, if we look at the groundwater capacity... And that's where I hit um, that button, that's right? That's where you hit that button. Boom. Watch what happens. Right. What? So we have a groundwater capacity of 1.3 billion um, acre feet. Right? Wow. So in each acre foot, is about 350,000 gallons, roughly. And um, that's supposedly what two, two households need for a year. What? That gives you an idea of what, what people need kind to keep of water, a lot of water. use. Yeah, we use a lot of water. Wow. 350,000 gallons yeah. is what two households use in a year? Yeah, that's what this, the, the site said. It's a stand, Jacob, you're going to have to get your son out of the shower. I am going to have to get him out of the yeah. shower. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's no, right. I Sarah, that. Sarah <laughs> Evans, I already I had to shamefully <laughs> confess that my son was taking like 25-minute showers. Wow. No, this is a this is a Stanford site. So this is a, these are from some smart yeah. folks. That we're getting this from. And so, so, and so yeah. what, 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 so just to give you an idea, we've got a capacity of about 1.3 billion, but we're down to about 850 million. So that's how much we've kind of used up over that period of time. So this is measurements again going back to about 1921. Uh-huh. Don't hold me to rough numbers. So that's what we've changed over the last hundred years or so. Okay, break that down um, for the dumb guy, because I don't know if I'm following what that means. Get, speak it, speak to me like I'm a six year old. <laughs> Because I don't know if I follow. So we've used up about, um, over that time period, we've used up, uh, what is that? I should have done this math in my head no, it's before, okay. but about, about 500 million, uh, sorry, five, yeah, 500 million acre feet okay. of water. Of groundwater? Of groundwater over uh-huh. that period of time. Yeah. We have in storage only 10% of that in our dams when they are at capacity and we don't have droughts. Oh. Um, so what that's also has, what also has happened too is in the Central Valley where the farmers pump water to, to grow their food and do things, the whole Central Valley of California, the southern part of the Central Valley actually has gone down almost 30 feet over that same period of time. Wow. So, so let's let's compare this, Jacob, to okay. Scrooge's money bin. Okay. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> okay. Noel speaks fluent Jacob. So let's let's suppose that that Scrooge McDuck has a fantastic the vault business, of the gold right? coins. He's got yeah. a, he's got a business now. He's now Scrooge McDuck inherit. Let's suppose that he inherited okay 
a whole lot of money in that money bin. Okay. Now that money bin is big enough for us. We've all seen Scrooge McDuck swim in the money bin. It's, it's the size huge. of a building. It's massive. It's, it's got. Huge. It's just enormous. Right. Now Scrooge McDuck also has his own businesses that are doing pretty pretty well or have right. been doing pretty well. Yeah. Where he would then basically with those businesses he would fill up little little pots of gold that right. were nowhere near as big as the money bin. Right. Right. But we're still you have some pretty good pots of gold that he was, you know, that he was putting up in different places, right? Yeah. Now those like those were about those added up to about like the first floor of his 10 story money bin. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's how much that's how much he's he's kind of he can get. He can make every 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 month, right? Every month. The yeah. problem is Scrooge McDuck has been spending too much money. Oh no. So Scrooge McDuck has now he uses up what he's got in his in his storage, right? Yeah. And he's in his 10% that he makes. Yeah. But he's had he started taking out of the money bin. Oh no. So now that money bin was originally at how how many how many acre feet was it when it started? Uh, 1.3 billion. 1.3 billion Scrooge McDuck pennies, which, which is, is which is huge. 10 that's 10 stories. Yeah. And now we're at 850 850. So he's got he has used 450 like, like three stories worth of his money okay to keep up with his spending. And so so now running. Scrooge McDuck's tower which was 10 10 stories tall of yeah. pure gold is now, it's still 10 stories tall, but there's only like seven stories worth of gold in it. This is a nightmare. Yeah. From Scrooge McDuck, he's losing his money. Right, so right. Scrooge either has to be, either has to use less, less, so right. that he stops dipping into the money bin. Right. Or he's gotta find a way to make more gold. Make more. So that he, does, so that he can get through. Message received, I get it now. So is there a way to make more gold? Is there a way to make more water? Yeah, so, uh, well, making more water is more evaporation from the oceans. And, well, heating things up is actually going to create more wa um, water in the air. Right. So that is part of that. But, again, it's going to come down pretty quickly, which is what, what happens. Yeah. Now, one of the things they are looking at into doing is re-injecting the water back into the aquifers. And I know there's big projects here in Southern California where they're taking Now, define for all the, the, just because yes. it's so, define for all of the regulars out there what yeah. an aquifer is. So an aquifer is a section of water underground that we pull from to, when we're saying we're, um, farmers are drilling wells and pulling the water up out of the ground. And that goes down a few hundred feet, sort of thing, okay. maybe three, four, five hundred feet is about how deep it goes. Um, when you're, the background in oil, when you go down below that, you're typically going down below, you know, at least 12 to 1500 feet or further when you're starting to produce those kinds of things. Gotcha. So there's quite a big gap between those two. Really? Um, and so what's going on is the, there's two things. So we're looking to re-inject water back into those aquifers, which they're starting to do a rod around here where they're taking water from the wastewater treatment plants mm. instead of just putting it out to the ocean, we're letting it percolate through those natural barriers, which cleans it up and gives us a lot of groundwater, which is some awesome projects are doing here. Yeah. Um, some of the challenge with that, particularly in the Central Valley, is we want to re-inject that water. But as you can imagine, we've sunk everything 30 feet. So now what's got to happen is you're putting that water, you got to kind of Take some energy to put that water back in because you've because now lift all the ground. Yeah, it? you've got to lift everything. Yeah. You've compressed all that soil down, and so yeah. now you've got to get the water back in there. And you kind of, if you think about it, you have to actually physically lift all that back up. Wow! So, um, which is get the complicated water back in there, and which expensive. Is, it's, it is. Well, it just takes some more pressure and a bit more energy. Right. right. And so the idea being is like again, some of the things of the oil field we have is we would actually. 
on some of these wells where you're pulling oil out forever, you actually create almost a vacuum down there. So when you would actually when you would try and put water or something into a well, which is part of what we do, it would actually suck it all away down below. Mm. But this is a different situation because the um, it's everything's been compressed, and so now you have to actually push it in there to get that to swell back up. Interesting. So, it's as if the top of the money bin yeah. was mm. caving in on top yeah. of all the money. Yeah. So in order for you to get that money into the hole again. You have to like push it down so that it pushes all the rubble back up and turns yeah. it into a building again. Yeah, and so, yeah. so what, got it. Yeah, so what, so what, so we need to start looking at doing that. And so where you you would um, need to get a cycle, you probably use a lot of the dams now. But it's, again, this is an infrastructure thing, energy, money thing. You got to be able to right. pull more of the water out of the dams during the winter times to push that into the ground. But the issue is, is Ideally, you would do that with, you know, environmental sources, solar, things like yeah, that. Yeah. But it's in the wintertime when there's a lot more cloud and you don't uh, quite have the excess. The renewables aren't Ideally, available. Ideally, you do it more in the summer. So there's that challenge as well. Um, so that's something that, you know, to really fix that number to get that storage up, you got to try and take as much of that as you can to put into the ground. And so when we do have these big events, there's a reservoir near us called the Folsom Reservoir. And we had one of those big winter events a few years ago. Um, my understanding is they basically could have filled that reservoir, which I think is the fourth or fifth reservoir, biggest in the state. Yeah. I, it was like eight or nine times that year. Oh, my gosh. Really? And so you could have put, you know... Uh, you could have put nine Folsoms. Yeah, you could have put something like 100 million um, acre feet in back into the ground. You know? Yeah. And wow, 100 million acre feet. That's an entire floor yeah. of Scrooge McDuck's yeah. muddy bin. Yeah. So and we, but we weren't able to put it back in. No. Because they, we didn't have the... We, we didn't. can't get it in there. Well, yeah. we don't have enough dams. We don't yeah. have enough uh, uh, reservoirs. Well, and reservoirs. As, as, as wow. this, I was that's where I was kind of like checking myself on some of my preconceived thoughts is sure. we have the reservoirs. How, we do. How, yeah, we do have the reservoirs, but how can we manage those reservoirs and use those reservoirs to get the water back in the ground? Mm. Now, this leads into another challenge, which yep. I was looking at. The reservoir is, dogs. Is reservoir dogs. We haven't even, They're always <laughs> lapping up all of the water before even, you can put it back in the ground. We hadn't even discussed the reservoir dogs, but they're a huge problem. They wear suits. And they lick up the water. So, All of the water. Anyway, I know you got your thing. Yeah, but I well, just... actually, there's two two things. So one, hell of a soundtrack. The, the other one I was talking sure about is, is um, just while I'm on the aquifer thing, and when you're closer to the coasts, and we'll throw this one up, it, and it shows actually saltwater incursion. So as you suck the water out near the coasts, yeah. um, there's a block where the salt water really won't mix very well with the fresh water, and okay. so the fresh water actually keeps the salt water out of the reservoir. There's oh. a barrier there. But as you suck that water out, the salt water comes in and fills that gap. So oh, that's kind of near the coast, which is snap. more of an, an issue here in L.A. versus yeah. in the Central Valley where you're next to the ocean. Right. Did that have to and do so with that graph, that picture? That, yes, that graph there. So you can see as you would start taking the water, the fresh water away, that seawater starts moving in. And that zone of dispersion, which you have there, starts moving under the land. Wow. And so that's also one of the big important things they're doing, you know, where they're re-injecting that fresh water, and that helps push that back and keep that back. And, okay. um, and, uh, so Otherwise, that's another, that gets, that gets yeah, into the water. That gets into the water. So we're talking about, like, yeah. it's as if there were, um, let's suppose the bottom half of the money bin is, is cold, hard paper cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And there are moths. Okay. 
There you go. Okay. I'm with it. And the moths are pushed out by by enough. If there's enough of the cash in there, it kind of keeps them sort of like a cash wall that keeps right. them out, right? Right, right. But as you start to suck it out and some of the moths get in, they start to eat up the cash at the bottom. And so Scrooge starts losing some money. of the money from below yeah. and it turns into like half cash, half moths. That's why you bury your gold. That's why you bury your gold. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And, and you know, so this has to do with an... an uh, the complexity between having fresh water and salt water, that seems yeah. like a big issue there, is that, that whenever those two things cross, it's bad. It's yeah. bad news. Yes. Because yeah. it yeah. completely contaminates. Well, once you get salt in the water, it's in the water. It's in the yeah. water. And, and it this, contaminates the fresh water. And this kind of leads into the other challenge with this, and like with the Delta and the smelt fish and stuff, is when yeah. you have the, the fresh water coming in, you know, there's a certain kind of a briny water, right? So it's sure. a mix of fresh water and salt water where these... All these fish and creatures and things live. Right. Um, when we have these big gaps, a lot of that salt water, like we've got the underground thing, but also on top of the ground, that salt water comes into those areas there, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're used to having a certain amount of water flowing through. And with those changes in snowpack, and, you know, if you've got the snow there, it kind of dribbles down over a period of time, which is what they're more used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's in big floods and big gaps. So the, the dams actually help that because we release the water at a certain way in a certain path to to do that and flood that out so that's also a really important part to try and keep that balanced and, and that moving too but that's also it's part of the challenge of all of this stuff you know, right uh, that, it, well, but, and i was gonna say it sounds like a bit of a bubble run there's all these challenges but this is how you fix these things is understanding what the challenges are and what you kind of need to do and realizing you yeah. know some of this stuff like it's to me i was actually really encouraging looking at all this because just on that the storage and underground in that capacity there. Right. You know, it's a it's a challenge, it's a technical challenge, but it's one of we can come o- come overcome, which we yeah. can. We have a lot of smart people around right. that that would actually make a huge effect in terms of being wow. able to balance things. Yeah. So I, I have a, a question actually that I've, that I've often wondered and I haven't looked into, and maybe you know the answer. Mm. So um, we just shut down a dam in Northern California recently because of because it was kind of restricting the uh, the the swimming patterns of salmon. Right. Uh, and that was considered like sort of a pretty big environmental event. Now, I didn't look very heavily into it, but um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe because you live up there, maybe you have mm-hmm. had a chance to look more into that. Like what is what are the effects of if we start if we start damming more water, we start start keeping more water so that we can control how much of it goes down and fill, uh, you know, fill, fill more reservoirs and do a better job of getting water back into the water table um, or into the underground water, sorry, the aquifers. Um does that have an effect on on some of the the fish life in the in the area, or like, or is there a way to to avoid that? Yeah, it's um, you know, like anything, it's it's all a balance, right? Like right. You guys talk a lot about that here, yeah. and we are we are part of this world, and we are changing this world. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, in a lot of ways, we can we're we're picking winners, we're picking losers, and we're. Um, doing that uh that but there there is a lot of things that could be done you know i know there where we're where we're at right near our place which my youngest daughter um genevieve yeah. with the uh with the daisy scouts we went and did a tour of the local salmon place you awesome there and they're they are uh capturing uh those a lot of those salmon that come upstream they are harvesting them they've got huge beds they're I mean, we're doing it probably not quite in the same way as a natural way, but right. they have been yeah. able to essentially 
um, recover and, and get back to maybe 60 or 70% of what was there before. Oh, wow, that's great. Know, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that know? is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but yeah, yeah, it kind of gets back to that challenge. Like, what's like, what's, what do we want the world to be like and what is the world like now and how do we deal with what's happening? And right. What is happening is we're having longer periods of drought and shorter periods of really intense weather events, you yeah. know, and that yeah. is what we are going to be dealing with for some period of time here, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, as we try to transition ourselves, I mean, I, I would yeah. imagine that if we were able to, to, to reduce to some degree, hopefully to a great degree, um, h- how much, how much greenhouse gas we're, we're pouring into the atmosphere that that might help with to, to, I mean, I think there's the, you know, there's the argument of how much of it is cyclical, how much of it are we contributing to it or how much of it is just, are we doing it? Right. Yeah. But, um, I imagine if we're not contributing more greenhouse gas emissions to the environment, that it would hopefully stop it from heating up as much, which might also keep them, make them less severe, which would mean we could do a little less intervention, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And Ideally. <laughs> you know, and we've got a, again, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we have a small data set. We have a yeah. hundred year data set on all this, which when you took it and look at the overall grand scheme of things, it's a t- tiniest, tiniest little bit. Oh, totally. It. Yeah. But things are obviously changing. The concentration of CO2 in the air is obviously changing, you know. And, you know, whether you want to argue that there's global warming or the sun's um, patterns, things like that, there are changes we are observing that are clear and, and undoubtable. They're, they're absolutely there. So right. the thing we need to look at what we want to do to change that. And they say this is a long-term problem. If we were to meet all the targets for the Paris Accord agreements, things you want to do by 2030, 2050 and all that. Yeah. I mean, I think that by t- if we can meet 2050, I think that basically we're not we're the ideas we're at CO2 neutral. We're not producing anymore. Okay. But now we've got 150 years of CO2 in the air that right. we need to start that's taking there. out, and that's right. not going to go away. So I mean, right. whether we let whether we're whatever we're going to do here, this is a hundred year to 150 year fix. Right. You know, yeah. get we've, to, we've put it up there. At least to get back to where we were right. before. You right. know? Well, and, and what you're yeah. talking about, I think, right. uh, focuses on an interesting question. When we talk about the the intervening with the natural environment in order to solve the problem, yeah. I think that that is one of the complexities of being an environmentalist yeah. is that a lot of people are out there and they're going, okay, well, we want this and we want this and we want this. But when you have the billions of people around the planet that we are trying to get fresh water to, that we're trying to feed, that we're trying to reduce the emissions, there are things with our environment that we will probably have to alter the natural way because it's already been altered. Do you know what I mean? Like the we damage will, is done. The damage is done. Yeah. And so we might run into people along the way that say, well, we need to make sure that the fish swim freely. But the problem is if we do that, then we won't be able to do this and this and this and this and this. So we need to come up with an alternate way in order to help that species flourish and survive. But it may be a new diverted from the natural way. Right. Yeah. Like they're like, that's just going to be part of how we solve a 150 year problem with 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 changes right. to the world and right? i think and i think in the u.s we have such we have so little awareness of what like what the day-to-day living problems are for so many people on this planet absolutely right? like, we, like we've we've got it no. you've got about one billion out of the seven who are living a pretty great decent yeah. life doing yeah. all right right yeah. the it is, it is shocking 
how many how many people just how many people I mean gosh when we have Sarah on the show talking yeah. about what what's Africa. going on in Africa yeah. the amount of people who just don't have water they don't have water right there's plenty of water in the aquifers there but they can't get to it right it's not they can't even they can't even get to it right right so right. like you just this is just talking about someone just just drinking to survive yeah forget they don't they don't give a lick about salmon, about emissions, about yeah. anything. No. They just want no. a drink of they water. They want to get up tomorrow and, and, and drink a glass of water. And yeah. that's the majority. That is a super majority. It's more. It's, it's, it's billions, most of the people on the planet. Billions like, of not, people not are on the planet. Not that bad, but like have yeah. different varying degrees of, like, of that, those kinds of problems. Yes. And so yeah. you, when you ask all these people, that you're like, well, well no, hold, hold on what you're doing because we gotta, you know, we got to solve this, you know, this, this, this problem for a fish. It's like at yeah. some point people just don't. They don't care. Right. And in order to get, we talk about this all the time in the show too, in order to get agreement, you have to make it so that people are able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because otherwise it'll, it'll never get done. It yeah. just will never get done. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is, it is complicated. That's it's, why, they, it's yeah, a, it's a complicated thing. It's just, it's just that so much of saving the planet will require, it will require, uh, the word I'm looking for is meeting somebody halfway on certain subjects. You're going to have to go. Okay, I know that's what you would like to do, but in order to accomplish that, I need you to come a little bit my way as well. It's gonna it's gonna require a lot of give and take in order to solve these problems. Well, let me tell you a really fantastic way to reduce greenhouse gas emissions on the planet significantly. I don't know the exact percentage, but significantly. Okay, tell ready? Me. Okay, yeah. everybody on Earth, stop using your phones forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put them down and never pick them up again. Yep. Stop using forever. Be yeah. done with them. Yeah. You'll make a huge impact. Yeah. Huge impact on because exactly. we're using so much less energy. Yeah, and the, and the tech companies won't make any more, and it'll be it'll, and be, it'll done, be done. Right? Let's just finish done. it. Let's just finish be it. done with it because they we'll use save too the, we much will save so much. Right? Yeah, that is a perfect example. But will people do it? No, no, no. never in a billion. The government would never allow it because they'd stop getting their money from the tech <laughs> yeah. companies to keep yeah. getting elected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with the tech companies because you know that's <laughs> they're a listening danger right thing. They're listening right but, now. But yeah. like, yeah, I mean, what we've done with our system is we still have our computers with all our information on them and our phones with most all of our information on them. Our lives. And then we now yeah. backed everything up to the cloud. Yep. We now have all of these cloud systems. Yep. So essentially what we've done is we've doubled all that energy usage for everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, because it's all backed up. So yeah. you're right. So it's it's not just in one place. It's also in a server somewhere. And, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which is in probably multiple servers in multiple, multiple servers places. Multiple servers in multiple places. Back so up on their backup exactly. else. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's where we're at. But, yeah. I, but I think that's that, energy consumption. Yeah, and I think that that ties. I mean, I know that sounds like I'm like, whoa, hard left turn from water cycles. <laughs> but I think that we are going to see in our lifetimes a lot of solutions and and creative ideas because we talked about the smart ideas on how to get the water out or put put it back in the aquifers and do that we're going to find some great ways to solve problem a b and c right but it will come with a new problem def we talk about it all the time what's the next problem right and it's always going to be there and so this will require humanity to be a little bit patient with how we're going to solve the problems and nimble and nimble, willing to willing to jump and say, okay, this has happened now. Let's. So, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. What are we going to? How are we going to? And things? not out there with picket signs saying you're killing all the salmon. You know, we don't want to kill the salmon. None no. of us do. No. How you about know? how about signs that say, hey, the Daisy Scouts just saw that we saved. <laughs> we're saving the salmon. salmon. But that's <laughs> what I, you know. I think I think that this this community comes with the complexity of that people are like, we need to go electric vehicle now. And then you go, yes, but. 
Here's There's, what you will create. Here's what you, this right. is the problem you're going to create, and it's like that with everything. We need to get everybody fresh water now. We'd love that idea, but we have a problem because we've got seven billion people on the planet Earth, and if we did that, then we have to change this and that and the other thing. And so it's just always going to be that way. Yeah, but it's like one of the, one of the solutions that they are doing and yeah. working on there, which is really neat. And, and I. I grew up down here in Pasadena with you, with you and obviously, yeah. and then I've moved up there in the last five or six years. Um, but uh, not being, you know, I love kind of driving around the farm country a bit and yeah. seeing what's going on out there. And some of the things that they do is we've got a lot of rice fields and, and patties and things. And so what they'll do in the wintertime is they allocate, because they've got extra water, they allocate a lot of that to the farmers. And so what they do is they flood their fields. Yeah, and so when you when you're going around the Central Valley, where we are particularly, there is so many far, the farmlands like flooded uh, yeah. with water, and a lot of that is to try and get more of the water to soak into the ground to help recharge help, it. Yeah, but it also, yeah. but it also is to help all the migrate because we've got a lot of geese and ducks that migrate through yeah. the Central Valley and stuff. Yeah, so they've all got more places to stop and to feed and to look at stuff. And Fascinating to, to do yeah. all that. So there's just a lot more. Birds and, and those, those that kind of stuff yeah. there too. So there, there, there's so you're kind of helping like those that. populations. Helping those populations huh. helps the farms, helps the farmers. The ducks are obviously they're, they're doing their thing, getting a little more. Uh, does that rejuminate the, the soil? Their, does their, that help to rejuminate the soil at all? Getting all because you figure all the ducks in there pooping and yeah, all know? the ducks in there pooping, yeah. they're doing their things. Yeah. Other other things grow, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And then when the water goes away, that that nutrient and stuff's left there, so that yeah. helps out with that cycle. Scrooge well McDuck too, pooping. So. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck and his he's pooping pooping gold. Nutrient rich. <laughs> it is, I guess, it is amazing up there. Like where 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 we're at is, we'll be. I've got a little deck on the back of the house, and I can sit out there at night. And you hear the ducks just flying over. Really, there. that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so are, is there anything else that we can attack about the water cycle and and what you what you learned and and. Uh, Obviously, we just need to find more ways We're to get water. We're good at distracting people. Do you distracting people? It's, no, our, it's I'm kind of looking through my things talent. here. I think I hit most of the stuff. Um, you know, the the, the subsidence stuff, uh, stuff. That's all from NASA. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, one of the one of the other stats I did have is we're we're going down in some areas still about two feet a year. Wow. So it's actually sped up. So if you can imagine, it was thirty feet over that. Yeah. Another hundred years yeah, or so. Twenty. Oh god! Since right now we have some areas that are going down around two feet a year. Um, so it's a lot. Way too quick. Yeah, it's a little way too quick. So that was another kind of bigger item, which, which uh, you know, when you look at that scale, kind of surprised me a little. But um, well, you know, people there, there's, don't yeah. realize it while they're while the faucet's still running. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like you, so you, you have no you don't you have no idea that that you're draining the, the piggy bank. <laughs> when, yeah. when, the, when the money keeps coming in. Yeah. I mean, you talked about what we live in now, and most people, our connection to water is so removed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we, like 100 years ago or 150 years ago, the idea of just turning a spout and getting fresh, drinkable, clear water was completely like, that's insane. That'll never happen. But our relationship to water is so distanced that you don't even acknowledge a lot of times when you're using it, you're right. just kind of like, oh, cool, you know, you flush, take a shower, watch, do my tooth, you know, toothpaste, toothbrush, all that stuff. And so our relationship to where it's coming from is so removed, it's hard to remember, you know, how much is being used. Yeah. yeah. And it's, 
Yeah. It's important stuff. It's the yeah. most valuable resource we have, and we will ever really have. Yeah. It, it is funny because you don't yeah. you don't you don't think about that. Like we we think what's the most valuable thing, and think oh well, gold and platinum and diamond, and whatever. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Well, if you don't have oxygen, you're dead in two minutes. Yeah. We need that <laughs> first. We need air. If you don't have I water, you're dead in two days. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 uh, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. These are the valuable resources. These are the things that, that we live on. These yeah. things that seem like everyday things that are everywhere, that's what we live on. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Yeah. Um, is that, is that yeah, it? Yeah, that was kind of the, yeah. the highlights of things, you know. That like, was terrific. I've got lots of tangents we can go off into, but um, in terms of like saltwater desalinization and all that, but I think we've probably done pretty well. You can save that for another yeah, day. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think uh, you know, you're obviously going to be coming back to the show again and again and again, so... You can, we can save those for a future time. I, but I think we could do, let's do it. Let's next time you're down, let's do a whole thing on desalinization. That'd yeah. be a blast. Yeah. Let's right. say we get into it. I mean, we see, we, we try to make them 30 minutes and when you do a good job, it goes longer than that. And I yeah. think we're, we're approaching yeah. 45. So yeah. Yeah. great. Okay. So when yeah. the guest hits 25 minutes, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. Every time. If at guess, 25, like, we start doing the tags, then you were it's terrible. Like, you did not give us enough content to be on the show. I kid. I kid. <laughs> former not, guest. That's never happened. It's never happened it's that's never why happened. that's why i made the joke is that we've always had half an hour easily yeah. Yeah, yeah. um but but it is one of those things that uh that is good because i you know this is this is that kind of knowledge and that information that i think that you can see a headline article but not a lot of people take the time to dig into like what an aquifer is or what the water level is and you know how things are being added in the soil so it's helpful i think for our painless green I mean, audience if people don't understand podcast. it now after this podcast, after they're, the they're Scrooge never McDuck, get it. Never. Right. After the Scrooge McDuck analogy, they better all get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, you, if you go DuckTales. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not sure I got that analogy, so maybe you explain that to me Oh, afterwards. it so yeah, works. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, it's okay, really, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, targeted yeah, at a guy like yeah, me. Yeah. So, yeah. I, lo- I love it that it's too simple for Mike. <laughs> too simple. But Jacob's like, oh, I could get a doctorate in this. Yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. kidding me. I could be well versed in my water levels. Um, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Louie. Um, all right. Well, that's been the Buyer Friendly Podcast. Thank you, Michael Carroll, Mike Carroll, Gro Michelle. We, have a, we got a new tag today, right? We Did do. You, what, this do this show's a joke. Oh, this show's a joke. God, that's hilarious. This show's a joke. Okay. So that's the new I joke. I think I have to remember that because I think it'll come okay. back to me. All right. All right. So let's go. I think it... Well, yeah, I know, so, so I know one then. You do? Since you're going to make me... Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. You can say I can't it. leave. You can do, So right? you can... Yeah, you Everybody can't leave. Everybody else gets an option. I'm no stuck option. here. So. You're stuck here. So I'll kick us off. Kick us off. You take the next one, then he'll close us out. Okay. So... We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. We are the Siegfried and Roy of podcasts. And this show is a joke. It really yes, is. Good. It yes. really is. <laughs> now, now we say goodbye. Ready? Oh, and our special. Yeah. Okay, should we lift our hat? Yep, lift your hat and cheerio. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He added his own flair. I like that. Bio-friendly podcast. It's the Bio-friendly podcast.